saving money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Saving money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com. For all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, you can make it back to back to back to back to back to back. Winning days in the podcast. Count them up. That's six in a row. We go for lucky number seven today. So Saturday wasn't my greatest handicap, that's for sure. College football, I go four and four. College basketball, I go two and two. The Twitter vote, thank you for the votes and thank you for the winner. You backed NC State. We needed overtime, but we got the ticket home and we cashed. Then my coin flip bets in the NBA and the NHL, they both worked out for me. So you add it all together. I go nine and six on the day, turn a couple units of profit, and now we do try to make it seven straight here on Sunday. So it's a monster card. Let's start with the NFL home underdogs. I have seven of them here in week 13. Let's hope they're kind to me. I'm on the Washington Commanders, plus the nine against the Miami Dolphins. I'm on the New Orleans Saints, plus the four and a half against the Detroit Lions. I'm on the New England Patriots, plus the five and a half against the LA Chargers. I'm on the New York Jets, plus the two against the Atlanta Falcons. I'm on the Tennessee Titans, plus the one against the Indianapolis Colts. I'm on the Philadelphia Eagles, plus the three against the San Francisco 49ers. And I'm on the Green Bay Packers, plus the six against the Kansas City Chiefs. My three handicap picks for this week. Let's start with the Cleveland Browns, plus the four at the LA Rams. So I miss Baker Mayfield in Cleveland. The Browns will start QB number four this year with 38-year-old Joe Flacco getting the start on Sunday. Flacco started nine games for the Jets from 2020 to 2022 with a 1-8 record. Well, not too many people win with the Jets, I guess. Tough for me to get excited, but the Browns' D should be able to put pressure on Matthew Stafford, and the Browns should still be able to have some success running the football. Cleveland is still in the playoffs as of today. The Rams are just a half a game out. The Rams have won back-to-back against Seattle and Arizona, but I'm not yet a believer. This team is 4-0 this year against Seattle and Arizona. They're 1-6 against everyone else. Getting more than a field goal, to me, is way too kind. So give me the four and the Cleveland Browns on the road at the L.A. Rams. Next up on the card, it's the Arizona Cardinals, plus the 6.5 at the Pittsburgh Steelers. So the Steelers shocked the world last week with 400 yards of offense for the first time in years. Still, they scored just 16 points, but they did win the football game 16-10 over Cincinnati. The Steelers are 7-4 on the season, 7-4 against the spread. This will be the first time all season that they're favored by more than three. The Cardinals are just 2-10 on the year, 6-6 against the number, and 2-4 against the spread on the road. Of the seven Pittsburgh wins this season, only one of them has been by seven points. So I'm still not a believer in the Steelers. So give me the Cardinals plus the six and a half at Pittsburgh. Next up on the card, it's the Houston Texans minus the three against the Denver Broncos. So a pair of six and five teams in the playoff hunt. 
The Texans lost a tough one last week by three to the Jaguars to end their three-game winning streak. The Broncos have won five straight after crushing the Browns last week, 29-12. The remaining schedule looks favorable for the Texans. This will be a big swing game to determine their fate for the playoffs. C.J. Stroud was the AFC Player of the Month in November. He had 27 passes of 20 yards or more in the month. That'll loosen up the defense for sure. The Broncos are giving up the most yards on the ground this year, 5.4 yards per carry, so that bodes well for the Texans. The best unit on the field should be the Houston offense, so I'm going to lay the three with the Texans at home over the Broncos. Next up on the card, it's time for my NFL prop bets for this week, my normal nine-pack here. At quarterback, it's Joe Flacco over the 198.5 yards passing at the Rams. If the Browns think he's good enough to start, I think he's good enough to go over. So give me Flacco over the 198 and a half yards passing. Next up at quarterback, it's Kyler Murray over the 203 and a half yards passing at the Steelers. So Murray's gone over this number in all three starts so far this year. The Steelers give up 236 yards per game in the air. So let's go over with Kyler Murray over the 203 and a half yards passing at Pittsburgh. Next up at quarterback, it's Bryce Young over the 194 and a half yards passing at Tampa Bay. So Young has gone under this number in four straight, but after the coaching change this week, I expect a spike game. Doesn't hurt that Tampa Bay ranks 31st in passing yards allowed, giving up 267 yards per game. So let's go Bryce Young over the 194 and a half yards passing for Carolina. Next up at running back, it's Brian Robinson over the 40 and a half yards rushing against Miami. Robinson has had double-digit carries in nine games this season. He's gone over this number in eight of those nine games. The commanders need to protect that defense, run the dang ball. I'm going Brian Robinson over the 40 and a half yards rushing for Washington. Next up at running back, it's A.J. Dillon over the 48 and a half yards rushing against Kansas City. 14 carries each of the last two weeks. Yards per carry were not good. 2.1 yards and 3.1 yards. Dylan and the O-line will need to be better tonight. I do expect a bounce back effort. So let's go A.J. Dillon over the 48 and a half yards rushing for Green Bay. Next up at running back, it's Christian McCaffrey over the 31 and a half yards receiving at Philadelphia. McCaffrey has had five catches for 25 yards in back-to-back weeks. Last year in the playoffs at Philadelphia, four catches for 22 yards. They will likely need more of them today to have a chance. I'm going to roll with the over. Give me Christian McCaffrey over the 31 and a half yards receiving for San Francisco. Next up at wide receiver, I give you one under every single week. I tried it before. I'm going to try it again. It's Keenan Allen under the 92 and a half yards receiving at New England. So three straight games with 10-plus catches and 100-plus yards. Potential quad injury. The Patriots have tempo issues. Those are reasons enough for me to take another run at the under. So give me Keenan Allen under the 92-and-a-half yards receiving for the Chargers. Next up at wide receiver, it's Jonathan Mingo over the 26-and-a-half yards receiving at Tampa Bay. So the rookie for the Panthers hit the radar again last week with six targets, four catches for 60 yards. He's gone over this number only three times this year, 
but he has had six or more targets in three consecutive games. I'm banking on some opportunities against this Bucks D, so let's go over with Jonathan Mingo over the 26 and a half yards receiving. Then my final prop bet, it's Marquez Valdez-Scantling over 11 and a half yards receiving at Green Bay, so I'm a sucker for homecomings. Scantling spent his first four years with the Packers, no catches two weeks ago, one catch for negative one yard last week. I think they get him a couple targets back at Lambeau. So give me Valdez Scantling over the 11 and a half yards receiving for Kansas City. Next up on the card, it's my first quarter unders. I don't like them, but I bet them. And if these are the things that cost me my winning streak, I'm going to be an unhappy camper. But here we go. Dolphins, Commanders, under nine and a half at a plus 110. Lions, Saints, under nine and a half at a minus 110. Chargers, Patriots, seven and a half at a minus 135. Cardinals, Steelers, seven and a half at a minus 148. Falcons, Jets, six and a half at a plus 114. Colts, Titans, seven and a half at a minus 122. Broncos, Texans, nine and a half at a minus 108. Panthers, Buccaneers, under six and a half at a plus 124. 49ers, Eagles, nine and a half at a minus 105. Browns, Rams, seven and a half at a minus 135. And Chiefs, Packers, seven and a half at a minus 125. So those are the first quarter unders. Now, let's get to college basketball. Four games on the card, and we start with Florida Gulf Coast plus the 16 and a half at Cincinnati. Easy for me to say, I guess. So I cashed on Florida Gulf Coast earlier this week when the Eagles rallied from 15 down at Florida International to win by three. The Eagles are now two and six on the season, but they did keep it within six at Indiana. They lost by 12 at Pittsburgh, and they've yet to lose by more than 16 in a game this season, even on some bad shooting nights. Cincinnati enters at the perfect 6-0, coming off the overtime win at Howard. The Bearcats have taken it to some teams, though. They beat Northern Kentucky by 24, they beat Georgia Tech by 35, and they beat Detroit by 32. Xavier is on deck for the Bearcats, could be a look-ahead spot. I just have a feeling Gulf Coast will have enough offense to hang around and keep it in that 8-12 to type range most of the night. So give me the Eagles of Florida Gulf Coast plus the 16.5 at Cincinnati. Next up on the card, it's Tulane minus the 2.5 at Fordham. So Tulane has some upside. I like this basketball team. They're 5-1 and one on the season. The lone loss was by three to Bradley. The Green Wave are averaging 88 points per game. They shoot over 53% from the floor, and they currently have five players averaging in double figures. Fordham is 4-3 and three on the season, with losses to Cornell, Abilene Christian, and Kent State. Some pretty good basketball teams there. Last two wins have been by 28 or more points against FDU and Manhattan. The Rams are on the rise. They're projected seventh best this year in the Atlantic 10, but I expect the Green Wave to have a little too much offense in this one. I'll lay the two and a half with Tulane on the road at Fordham. Next up, it's Creighton minus the three and a half at Nebraska. So Pinnacle Bank Arena will be rocking today for this in-state battle. After several down years, Nebraska is 7-0, Seven double-digit victories to open the season. They're averaging 81.6 points per game, and they're holding opponents to just 61.9 points per game. Creighton enters this one at 6-1. and one. They lost by 21 to Colorado State, but they do have wins over Iowa and Oklahoma State. 
Coach Max Jays are averaging 83.3 points per game. Creighton was projected second best in the Big East coming into the season. Nebraska was projected 12th in the Big Ten. Last year, Nebraska went into Omaha and upset the Blue Jays 63-53. It's payback time this year. I'm going to lay the three and a half with the Jays on the road at Nebraska. Next up on the card for you, it's Appalachian State plus the seven and a half against Auburn. So might be able to wait on this one. Hoping the line increases a little bit, but I did grab the seven and a half. This is the little school hosting the big school. App State five and two on the year. They're preseason number two in the Sun Belt. Auburn is five and one on the season. Their lone loss was against Baylor to open the season. Since then, they've been kicking butt and taking names, including a 17-point win over Virginia Tech last time out. So I would prefer to be getting double digits in this game. Nonetheless, give me the little school over the big school. I'm on the Mountaineers of Appalachian State, plus the 7.5 over Auburn. Then my coin flip bets here, NBA. There's no NBA on Sunday, so no coin flip in the NBA. NHL on the frozen pond. I have the Columbus Blue Jackets at the Boston Bruins. Total of six, heads it is. I'm on the over six between the Blue Jackets and the Bruins. So let's recap my card for Sunday. And oh, by the way, I'm glad I'm not on the playoff committee determining the four seeds for the playoffs here in college football. Oh boy, that's going to be a whole lot of fun to find out how it goes. But here's my card. My home underdogs in the NFL. I'm on Washington, plus the nine against Miami. I'm on New Orleans, plus the four and a half against Detroit. I'm on New England, plus the five and a half against the Chargers. I'm on the New York Jets, plus the two against Atlanta. I'm on Tennessee, plus the one against Indianapolis. I'm on Philadelphia, plus the three against San Francisco. I'm on Green Bay, plus the six against Kansas City. My handicap picks, I'm on the Cleveland Browns, plus the four at the L.A. Rams. I'm on the Arizona Cardinals, plus the six and a half at Pittsburgh. I'm on the Houston Texans, minus the three against the Denver Broncos. Your prop bets, I'm on Joe Flacco, over the 198 and a half yards passing. I'm on Kyler Murray, over the 203 and a half yards passing. I'm on Bryce Young over the 194 and a half yards passing. At running back, I'm on Brian Robinson over the 40 and a half yards rushing. I'm on AJ Dillon over the 48 and a half yards rushing. I'm on Christian McCaffrey over the 31 and a half yards receiving. At wide receiver, I'm on Keenan Allen, my under on the card, under 92 and a half yards receiving. I'm on Jonathan Mingo over the 26 and a half yards receiving. I'm on Marquez Valdez-Scantling over the 11 and a half yards receiving. First quarter unders, they'll be posted in the showdowns. College basketball, I'm on Florida Gulf Coast plus the 16 and a half at Cincinnati. I'm on Tulane minus the two and a half at Fordham. I'm on Creighton minus the three and a half at Nebraska. I'm on Appalachian State plus the seven and a half against Auburn. And then on the frozen pond, I'm on the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Boston Bruins over the six goals. So that's my card for a Sunday. Can we make it seven straight winning days? Well, I hope so. We'll find out, though. And as always, everyone, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.